everyone, and welcome to another installment of my show, Wakey Wakey Megs and Bakey. I'm your host, Megs. And full disclosure, this week I'm throwing a curveball at you guys. I know last week we talked a little bit about living in the past. I feel like we actually barely, barely, barely scratched the surface on that whole subject. I mean, that is a subject that could honestly have five episodes in itself. So, you know, mark it on your calendars for a later date. But this week, I actually want to talk to you guys more about the reality that is my mental state lately. No, this isn't going to be me saying I'm depressed or anything like that. No, this is going to just be me telling you that I have fallen off the positivity wagon the last couple of days. And I have more than let certain stupid, trivial things affect my mood. And that is something that I always strongly advise against, but I also let you guys know that we're not perfect and we're going to have moments where we're really having a hard time coming to grasp with the fact that the thing that we're getting so frustrated about is so insignificant in the grand scheme of things. We let ourselves get so wrapped up in worldly issues that aren't even really issues. They're only issues because we decide that they're issues and we let them affect us in that way. But I want to talk today about that so that you guys know that if you have days where you're struggling with staying positive, you are not alone. And I want you to know that there are things that you can do to kind of pull yourself out of that because that's kind of what I've been doing the last few days. And another full disclosure, this podcast episode is probably going to be a little shorter than normal because... I have spent this week doing the things that I need to do to get my mind right again, aka blowing off a lot of steam in the gym, and I am recording this episode very last minute, the night before it is set to release. And that's real life. That's just the way it is. I want to stay committed to this podcast and making sure that I am sticking with the release dates that I say I'm going to stick with. But I also know that things come up and that's part of what this podcast is all about. Not only just giving you guys tips for how to live a more positive life and have a more positive mindset, but it's also to help keep me accountable for my own crap because I do let myself get too carried away sometimes caring what other people think or letting myself get too wrapped up in my disapproval of somebody else's opinions or, you know, just stupid things. And we all do it. Maybe you guys don't do it as bad as I do, or maybe it takes a really special certain somebody to bring out that more negative side of you. But that is something that I've battled with pretty much my whole life is just not seeing eye to eye with certain people and letting it get to me too much. I get along with people really, really well. And I actually always have. It's not like I just go around being completely incapable of making connections with people. It's more or less just that when my personality clashes with somebody, I let it get to me too much. To put it into perspective a little better for you, and this is probably something that more people than I realize actually struggle with, But I have a really, really hard time when decisions are made that affect me and it's a decision that I had no say in. Something that is going to change my day-to-day life, but I had no say in it, no input, no, my opinion was never asked for. 
And it's something that I have to, I have to do because it was ordered of me, you know, because as adults, you know, to contribute to society, we have to do certain things that we don't always want to do. You know, it's nice when we could at least have some input on those things. But you know what? The fact of the matter is sometimes we just can't. And that is not something to let ourselves dwell on. And yet I have let myself dwell on it this week. So with that said, I kind of did a little self-reflection and I realized that it has actually been a couple of weeks since I have written in my gratitude journal. And that's when it clicked. Bitch, you're having gratitude withdrawals. Like, that's why you're so grouchy. You need to go and write in that journal of yours and get back right with yourself and your spirituality because, geez, Louise, like, you are bitchy right now and kind of hard to be around. So (laughs) I have got to realize, you know, in the midst of all the other things that I'm trying to do to better myself that... I have to establish some kind of balance. You know, this show, this is very important to me. This is something I want to keep carrying on. My workout, you know, my fitness journey that I'm on, I hate to call it a journey, but I really don't know what else to call it. But my fitness journey, um, you know, all these things that I'm doing, work, of course, and still balancing my time with my husband and my dogs and my friends and going and doing things and you know it's it can be tough sometimes but it can definitely be done and at the end of the day when I lay my head down on the pillow I know I accomplished a lot that day but I have got to got to got to no matter how busy no matter how hectic my life gets I have got to remember to stay grateful for everything because you know I let myself get too wrapped up in stupid petty shit And then I found myself calling my mom and venting about stuff. And, you know, um, much like the Thanksgiving episode where I told you that my friend Bobby kind of helped me veer back onto the right path, my mom did the same thing. She's like, you're not looking at all the things that you can be grateful for. And she's right. I wasn't. Sorry, mom. I know I was a little abrasive about that when you're telling me that. I was being stubborn because I just wanted to be mad at that moment, which was stupid. But I realized, you know, shortly after I got off the phone with her, I'm like, I know she's right. I need to get my shit together. I need to think of all the things I have to be grateful for because there's so many things. And really what I was going through isn't even anything. It's just me letting myself get too annoyed by stupid shit. But like I said, that's what happens when you quit being grateful for stuff. That is what, I mean, and I've, I never stopped being grateful. I just stopped expressing it for a few days and it caught up with me. And before I knew it, the best way that I could describe it is this. Picture yourself, you are holding on for dear life to a flagpole and you feel a tornado coming up right nearby you and you could feel its pull. You could feel that centrifugal force just trying to pull you in. Your legs are floating. It's cartoon style stuff. You know, like your your legs are floating and you're about to get sucked into this tornado. This tornado is negativity. And the flagpole is positivity. And your fingers are slowly starting to slip off of it. 
Think about it though. If you were really in this situation, try to try to envision what that would be like. What would you be thinking? What would be running through your mind? Would you be thinking, oh, might as well just let this tornado take me. Not like I have any say in it anyway. Would you just be a big old smart ass, you know, entitled asshole about it? Or would you stop and think, man, I've got to keep my grip on this flagpole because I have so many great things in my life to be grateful for. I have so many beautiful things that I need to return home to. And if I let go of this flagpole, it's all over. If that's what we do in a real life scenario, why don't we do that in a metaphorical scenario? Oftentimes, I can't speak for all of you, but when I get in my funks where I have a more difficult time staying positive, that's kind of where my mind ventures off to. Well, it's not like I get any say. And I just become this big old colossal biatch and I just like, it's almost like I act entitled like the world owes me something, but the world doesn't owe me shit. If anything, I owe the world everything. So call this whatever you want. Call it a learning lesson. Call it a momentary lapse of judgment. Call it whatever. But what I will say is that in the future, I am going to look at these situations where I feel frustrated or I feel angry And I am going to acknowledge that those negative feelings are occurring within me. And I'm just going to let them be there. I'm not going to vent to anybody. I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not going to try to suppress it. Because see, that's where I think I fucked up this last time is I had all these feelings about things and I was venting about them. But also suppressing them too. Like I just, I was kind of trying to shove it back down. I was never really getting a release from this anger. But what I should have been doing is I should have just been saying, wow, I feel really negatively about that. Maybe even try to figure out why I felt negatively about that so that I could kind of, you know, once you, I feel like once you know the root of a problem, it's easier to fix it and keep it from occurring again. Uh, I still probably should do a little bit of work on what it is that triggered all of that anger in the first place. But for right now, what I'm doing is looking for the positivity in that situation. And I'm also realizing that those situations where I feel a lot of frustration or I feel a lot of anger, these are actually really good growing opportunities for me because these are teaching me things about myself. It's teaching me how to stay grat- stay with my gratitude. It's teaching me to love and accept that everybody has their differences and we're not always gonna see eye to eye on things. It's helping me to realize just how strong of a person I am. And that's what we all should take away from those scenarios. You know that saying, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger? Well, it's a saying because it's true. And What doesn't kill you does make you stronger because if you can weather that storm, then you're not as worried about that tornado because you've been there, you've done that, won the t-shirt. So, you know, that grip on that flagpole won't be as difficult because you've mastered the art of gripping flagpoles. I mean, (laughs) it sounds stupid, but it all really truly ties together. If we just keep ourselves staying in a positive mindset when shit is really testing us, there's nothing that could ever affect our positive mindset. Now, it's kind of the same concept as maybe you've, maybe you've heard people that eat healthy talk before about 
eating healthy 75 to 80 percent of the time and allowing themselves to indulge the other 20 to 25 percent of the time. It's the same thing I feel with positive mindset. That 20 to 25 percent is basically accounting for human error because none of us are perfect beings. I feel like when we were born, we were perfect beings, but then we grew up and we were a product of our environment and our parents, our family, our cousins, our aunts, our uncles, whatever. Just the environment that we grew up in, society as a whole, taught us to feel negatively about things and to see things negatively. And that is why we are not perfect. That is why it takes work for us to kind of go back to our natural state of being, which is positivity and happiness. I also want to be very clear about something else. I know that for the sake of this particular episode, I just flat out put it all out there and I said, I have a hard time with this and this is what I'm struggling with. But really, by the way, that's my 20-25%. Don't come for me. But really, we should be very, very, very careful about how we word this. Because as I've said before, and I cannot stress it enough, the universe hears this. The universe sees us. The universe pays attention to our every move and action and thought behavior, you name it. And when the universe hears us consistently saying out loud, I struggle with this, or I feel this way, I feel that way. And we're basically identifying ourselves by these, uh, by these limiting beliefs or these beliefs that we are negative and there's nothing that we can do about it. Basically placing ourselves as victims to our negative behavior rather than addressing the fact that it is our reaction to something that we could fully 100% change if we just acknowledge that we're not a victim of any circumstance and that our future is created by our own actions. In other words, acknowledging that you have a negative emotion present within you so that you can release it and acknowledging that there seems to be a pattern with all of the circumstances or situations where you find yourself clinging to that flagpole for dear life. It's important to choose your words wisely and how you might choose to verbally express that. Choosing the wrong words to verbalize things like this on a regular basis, it not only manifests more negative situations in your life, but it also kind of tells the universe that you don't really believe the hype about positive mindset. It kind of tells the universe that you truly just don't believe, period. That you're not really sold on the magic that is the universe. And really that you don't have the confidence within yourself that you have the ability to change and have better habits that are going to serve you and your higher self. And there you have it, folks. That's me holding myself accountable to be the person that I know I'm capable of being and to let you guys all know that you're not alone in your growth process and in learning how to be more positive. That's how I would really like to word this instead of saying, oh, I struggle with this and you struggle with this. No, we should say we're learning together. We're learning how to be more positive every single day. And that's where positive affirmations come in too. Anything that you really hope to be, um, any positive parts of yourself that you really want to have 
manifest more on the surface. You make sure to not only express your gratitude for those qualities, but also make sure that you're speaking your affirmations as often as you possibly can, whether it's just on your way to work or maybe when you're sitting at home watching TV, maybe it's right before you go to bed or maybe it's right when you wake up in the morning. I know some people have even um, written it on their mirror. There's markers that you can buy that you can draw on your mirror. And it doesn't ruin your mirror, by the way. And I've known people that have written affirmations on their mirror just so that the first thing when they wake up in the morning and they look themselves in the mirror, it's right there. They can't forget it. They can read it. Maybe your affirmation sounds something like, I am beautiful. I am smart. I'm capable. I am taking the world by its balls. Whatever, however you want to word it, whatever feels comfortable for you. And there's different affirmations for different things that you're trying to manifest. There's different affirmations for different qualities that you want to possess. You know, for me with my fitness, a lot of what I tell myself, my body is a lean, mean, fat burning machine. My body burns more calories than it consumes. I am in love with exercise. I am finding new and creative ways to move my body every day. You get the idea. These affirmations do a couple of different things for us. For one, they distract us from any kind of negative thought. That's something that on the surface they accomplish for us. They uh, put out there in the universe what our intention is. And also, it over time, it trains our subconscious to really truly believe and think that way. So the more that we say these things, the more and more and more, we're basically reprogramming our brains just like you would a car, you know, just like you would the computer in a car. Uh, So the more that we do this, the more it becomes our reality. And so that's why on the flip side of that, when we're constantly saying, I struggle with this, I struggle with that, we're basically making that more of a reality for ourselves. And I know that I'm just as guilty as anybody else because I flat out said it earlier in the episode that there were certain issues that I had been encountering that, once again, were issues because I decided they were. But I am acknowledging of the fact that that is not the proper way to go about it. It's just for the sake of letting you guys know that it is part of the process to have those moments where you don't feel in control of your mindset. You are in control of your mindset, but it's letting you know that there are people out there that understand what you're going through. And if I can conquer it, you can conquer it. And we can conquer it together and be better people for it. So just keep that in mind. And this is the part at the end of every show where I ask kindly that you guys follow me like subscribe all of that stuff i feel like i'm a youtuber right now like and subscribe for more content <laughs> but uh, please give me five star rating if you haven't already done so and if you think it's five star worthy which i would be forever grateful if you did make sure that you're telling people about it and helping me grow my community and also thank you to everybody that's already doing that but here comes the million dollar question And I hope that I get some feedback either to my email or to my website. But how do you guys cope? How do you cope with situations where you feel like you are not in control and it really bothers you? This week, I've managed by getting back into my routine of writing in my gratitude journal. I have been um, letting off a lot of steam in the gym. 
So, you know, on top of my classes, I also was doing some weight training and some training on this other lateral trainer type thing that I just barely discovered. They didn't know what it was before, but just kind of really getting that energy out of my body and putting it towards something productive. And also, this is something I have control over. I don't have control over other people, but I do have control over myself. So this is a habit that I'm trying to create where, you know, rather than eating out of boredom or, you know, me stressing out, stress eating, whatever, I'm trying to channel it towards something that's more productive and healthier, which is exercise. So that's something that I've kind of done. I've also done some meditations to kind of bring my mindset back to gratitude and to also balance my chakras because I have a sneaking suspicion that my chakras being imbalanced had a lot to do with some of my salty attitude. So I feel all in all, I would say 95% better than I did at the beginning of the week. So there's something there to celebrate, but enough about me. Let's hear your guys' stories. I want to hear how you guys cope, how you guys manage to stay positive. What are some of your methods? You can either email me at wakeymegspodcast at gmail.com or you can visit my website at www.wakeywakeymegs.com and you can leave me a message there, however you want to go about it. Either way, I would love to hear from you. So please keep those messages coming. Till next week, guys. I look forward to it as always. And make sure that you're keeping a good grip on that flagpole. See ya. Mm -hmm.